0: Hello and welcome to the Coaching Corner, a podcast by Refcoach. We are Jack and Ale, and on this podcast, we provide short educational conversations about refereeing to help officials improve and enjoy the game they love. Today's topic is about game tempo and game temperature. So, what is game tempo and game temperature? Game
1: tempo is basically how quick the game is going. If, if it's fast, if players are going at a thousand miles per hour, if there's a, there's a lot of challenges, a lot of incidents, or if, on the contrary, it's just very calm, very relaxed. Players are not really challenging each other too much, and are challenging the refereeing team too much. Game temperature, it's very simply the heat of the game. How do you recognize what type of temperature and what type of tempo is a game being played at, Jack?
0: There's a few telltale signs and all of this comes with experience. We can talk about it as much as we want today, but it's a different job identifying it when you're on the pitch. It's it's much harder because obviously there's a million things going through your head. One really key indicator of the temperature or that the temperature of the game is rising, so the game is getting hotter, which means potentially more dangerous for us as referees, is that succession of tackles. Maybe there's three, four fair, but hard and strong tackles, and you can just feel the temperature go up. You can hear the crowd roar. You can hear people getting more enthusiastic. People are getting more into the game in in, in that situation. So that's one way we can identify or one incident where the temperature might get raised. Another way to identify the temperature of the game is how many cards have we given in this game? Is it the 60th minute and we've given six or seven yellow cards already? Then it's probably going to be quite a high temperature game. You've had to deal with a lot of disciplinary incidents, hence the number of cards. When you're refereeing, even when you just watch a game
1: on a television, sometimes you're going to find yourself thinking or someone's going to get hurt, or or someone's going to get a red card soon. So if you're during a match and you start thinking, oh, things are getting a bit a bit overwhelming, things are getting a bit heated, that's when you know the temperature is going up. And that's where you know, as a referee, especially when you're in the middle, you need to do something about it. You can't just let everyone run riot. Otherwise, someone's going to get hurt.
0: Absolutely. And it, it is really important to identify and to act on it, even if it's a case of, you can see the players getting frustrated. There may be telltale signs that players are getting frustrated, you know, constantly throwing their arms up in the air. And it might not be your fault. It might be the team are getting frustrated because they're playing really badly, but you need to identify and deal with it as a referee. It's really, really important because if you let it go unchecked, like Ale said, it can really escalate and severely impact our match control. We've spoken before on the coaching Corner about
1: pre-match instructions and, and teams, and that could be something that maybe assistants can take on. And the referee could also say, if you think things are getting a bit harder, the temperature is going up, find a way to let me know that that's happening if I'm not doing enough. So I think that judging your involvement as well as a fourth official or as an assistant can also be something you do with game temperature if you think things are getting a bit out of hand you can start raising your flag a little bit more often for free kicks call the referee over and tell them hey we need to do something about this and this really just comes with a lot of experience and and practice and a lot of game empathy.
0: Ale you just touched on one strategy on how to deal with the game if it's starting to get higher in temperature or the tempo is escalating maybe a bit out of control what else can we do let's start with if a game has really low temperature because that's often happens especially towards the end of the season if games have nothing riding on them we can have games with really low temperature how does that impact us as referee?
1: yes jack to be honest more often than not we're going to have low temperature games this is the norm compared to very high temperature games if players just want to play football it's a fair game we have zero or one card players just want to play let them play you can raise the bar a little bit for offenses let challenges be challenges be a bit more adventurous, if you want to put it that way. Don't bring attention upon yourself. Let players play. The crowd is going to enjoy the spectacle more. The less attention you get, the, more, the better it is. Try to avoid any silly decisions. Don't get stuck onto a, the position of a throw in. If it's only a couple of meters, let play go, because then you actually risk to raise the temperature yourself. And that's something that as a referee, you don't want to do. You don't want to be the cause of the temperature rising. So if players are happy to play football, they're playing fair, they're relaxed, they're calm, they are not screaming and shouting, you can let play go a little bit more. Try to play more advantages because that's just going to make the whole experience better for everyone, for you and for players and for the crowd. What if a game is getting heated, Jack?
0: So this is where we can delve into strategies a little bit more. So if a game is, you know, there's been lots of bad tackles, there's been lots of cards, there's a lot riding on the game, you can feel the temperature is high. We need to have a few tricks up our sleeves to be able to deal with them. As much as these strategies might sound good on paper, what really is the skill of an elite referee is knowing when to use what strategy. And, and that can only come with experience. The more games you referee, trying different situations, trying strategies that don't work and learning from them and going, okay, if this happens again, I won't deal with it in the same way. That's really, really important. So one technique, if the tempo and temperature is really high, is to slow the game down. So what do we mean by that? It is what it says on the tin. We need to slow the game down using a variety of strategies. One may be taking your time on free kicks, in particular ceremonial free kicks. So instead of rushing to get the ball set out, take your time. Go get the ball placement correct. Take your time walking the ball back. Have a Add an extra five seconds between when everyone's in position and you blowing the whistle to restart play. All of these little extra pieces of time just allow humans to calm down. Their temperature of their bodies will just calm down a little bit. Another strategy to deliver that is... Go over and talk to one of your colleagues, whether it be an assistant referee or the fourth official. Go over and talk to them about, well, it doesn't really matter. What you're going to have for dinner. Yeah, <laughs> if the purpose of it is just to allow time for people to cool down, it doesn't matter. It's all just about the show. If you're trying to slow the game down as, as well, think about how the players will react to this. So if it's a game where you know a team is 1-0 down with five minutes to go, one team isn't going to appreciate the, team, uh, the referee trying to slow down the game. So pick your moments, use this at the right time. You Think about that perhaps in the first half, if it's really blown up or around that 60th minute of, of the second half, if if things are just getting too high and you need to slow things down, these could be great times to implement one, one of those strategies.
1: That's very important, Jack, because I feel as a referee, you really need to understand the situation, but also the players, the players you're dealing with. Because if a team is losing... One nil, and it's the ninetieth minute. Maybe slowing the game down—it's not the best solution because it's probably too late by yeah. that, And because the team that is winning is going to be doing that yeah. already, yeah. the team that is losing is going to want to play as much as possible because they have literally only a few minutes left. And that's where you really need to understand how to manage the situation, show the team that is losing that you're dealing with time wasting so that they are calm and confident that the referee, um, also known as you, (laughs) have the situation under control, but also allow the team that is winning to be a bit more comfortable with what they're doing without being too
0: much on on their backs. Another strategy you're here talking about quite frequently is the referee killing the game. Uh, so, if the temperature has got really high and maybe the game is out of control and the referee needs to somehow wrestle control back, is to kill the game. And that means really lowering your threshold for fouls and giving a lot more free kicks. Just letting the players know that it's got out of control. We're not going to tolerate this anymore. You need to calm down your behavior. You need to stop making rash challenges and you just keep doing it for a period of time, whether it be five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. With the idea being that because you're giving a lot more fouls, players will know the expectation has changed and they will be less likely to attempt a really rash challenge or something silly.
1: Along with that, obviously, the disciplinary sanctions will come along. Yes. Because the more fouls, the more likely you are to give a yellow card. But sometimes a well-placed, a well-timed yellow card can just do the trick and. Make your life a lot easier.
0: Yeah, it can. a well-timed yellow card can really take all of the anger and the heat out of a game and allow you to continue as normal. Something really important though to consider if you're going to try and kill the game is it's not a last resort, but it's, it's not far from there. Because if you're giving fouls that you weren't giving earlier in the game, if you really lower your bar for, for fouls, players and coaches can get really frustrated and it can almost go the, the wrong way. And it can get, you know, it can actually contribute to the the temperature raising. So that's something to come back to that I touched on earlier, is that experience will tell you when is the right time to use these strategies to allow you to maintain control of the game or to wrestle control of the game back if it's maybe gone that past that point where you need to really, really pull it back.
1: And that said, you're always going to have games where you can try all these strategies and you can try every single trick, you know, but sometimes it just doesn't work. And that's fine because it's gonna happen it's gonna happen there are gonna be games where it is just not nothing is going to work maybe it
0: it might not be your fault it (laughs) might not be
1: your fault exactly it could be a very heated derby a very heated game the two teams had things happening outside the field of play that you're not aware of but they just have a personal vendetta against each other and that may happen and you can try everything you want if it just doesn't work it doesn't work Ultimately, you need to referee and you need to make sure that you're making the right decisions. Any cards you have to give, you give them and they'll just, that game will finish and then you can go back and reflect on it and say, well, did I do everything I could? Yes, that's just the way it was. No, well, what can I do? How could I have approached that better? Maybe I could have given a yellow card in the 40th minute that would have helped me or maybe I could have started giving more fouls earlier. And sometimes you see it as well where the game temperature start rising very early in the game and referees take 10 minutes a little bit too long to start giving that extra foul to start lowering the bar a bit. So if you re- reflect back on the game and say, well, when I started giving more fouls and slowing the game down, the game got back under control. Maybe that's what I should have done earlier. So next time I'm gonna know that that particular feeling during the game means I need to try this particular
0: strategy. For sure. Another strategy for managing the game with the temperatures going up and getting a bit out of control, and, and this is something that is seen a lot more at the lower levels of the game, thinking your Sunday league football, your grassroots football, is is the use of the captains. Uh, you know, if it, it gets to a point where you go, I've tried everything, I don't know what to do here, it's, it's, it's bringing both captains. And you say to them, this game's getting out of control, you're responsible for your players, I need you to take responsibility for for them, or we're not going to have a game to play. And at the grassroots level, the, the captain seem to, I think, you know, it's it's a much bigger role. Well, not bigger. It's an important role, and they'll tell the players, you know, you need to calm down or we're not going to have a game to finish here. You know, you don't see it being used on on the Premier League. I don't remember Mike Dean calling in Vincent Company and... Uh, Wayne, Wayne Rooney, Rooney, yeah. Yeah, Wayne Rooney, it might not be as effective. But at the grassroots level, using the captain and getting them to help you can be a really really effective strategy. Yeah.
1: And if the captains are the troublemakers, that's where you need to identify a player that has some sort of influence influence on the rest of the team and say, "Hey, your captain is really doing my head in. If you want to have him on the on the game for the rest of the for the rest of the match, just have a talk to him."
0: So, to summarize today's coaching corner episode, we talked about what is game tempo and game temperature. We talked about how to identify the game temperature rising, looking at examples of a lot of heavy tackles in a row or a lot of uh, cards coming in a row. And then we delved into some strategies to manage it. We talked about slowing the game down, how to do this. We talked about killing the game, giving lots of free kicks to help you wrestle control back. And then finally, we talked about using the captains and giving them the responsibility to help you to manage the game. Having said all of this, The number one thing for helping you to manage game tempo and game temperature is experience. You're going to make mistakes, you can try these strategies, maybe they won't work, it might not be your fault that they don't work. But if we can reflect on situations and games where the temperature has gone up and it hasn't been successful, we can learn from it, we can try different strategies and our games in the future will be more enjoyable and better for everybody. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, hit the subscribe button. For more referee education, join our Facebook group and become a RefCoach member for free at refcoach.org. If you like the work we do, you can support us by purchasing a RefCoach whistle to show that you are part of the RefCoach community when you're out on the pitch.